2: This is Frontiers in Learning, a program focused on education and its role in our changing economy. Hi, I'm Chris Shublin. Today, throughout his entire adult life, Dr. Dan Malarski has been involved in guiding young teens to have a purpose in life, become the person they were destined to be, and make a difference in the world. Now, these factors play a big role for students navigating their way through the challenges of being smart about higher education. Full disclosure here, Dr. Malarski and I did our undergrads together at Westminster College in New Wilmington, Pennsylvania, meeting our freshman year, and I don't want to say how long ago, and despite not seeing each other since the early 1980s, I think it was then, we're together for the second time this week. Dan,
1: it's a pleasure having you on the radio show. Well, it's great, Chris, when we first talked about this, we, we were just chatting and we thought, well, hey, we can make this connection and make a bigger impact even further due to our backgrounds, uh, and so this is just great
2: and and speaking of our backgrounds yours is a very very interesting background because you've done a little bit of everything since uh... the time uh... we had seen each other last and you know we're going back to the late seventies early eighties when we were in contact with one another but uh... take me from from that point first let's talk a little bit
1: about uh... your background and how you've uh, come to develop this particular project well I, i've always worked with with teenagers i straight out of undergrad i went right to a church and started teaching sunday school and and then i went to a youth group and got involved there and did some radical things now the whole time i'm running a parallel career so i went and worked in a steel mill for a couple years and then i went with westinghouse traveled all around the world and again every opportunity i had when i was around the world i got to connect with people that were helping out teenagers and then i Got out of there and went to graduate school. So I spent a a couple of years in graduate school just learning things that I just loved doing anyhow, reading on my own, communication skills and speaking. And and, uh, I also did some uh, Bible courses to help my spirituality, my spiritual background. And then I helped start an organization called Outside In. And we, I always wanted to start an organization from the ground up. And so this was the opportunity. So we were working hard, putting in 60, 70 hours. I had all kinds of hats on that I put on human resources and I'd be with the kids and we were in venture-based programs so we went on these wilderness expeditions, climbing mountains and crawling through caves and doing all kinds of things that just got the boys that needed a little bit of a nudge in the right direction out of their element, which was totally out of their element, being in the wilderness, climbing mountains and doing those kind of things. And I spent 20 years there and so I got out of there, decided to uh go on my own and i am currently in the position i am speaking and, and helping and guiding students to be smart about higher education. You're talking about climbing through caves and hiking and
2: doing all these uh wild outdoor adventures and you've done these with uh, a lot of kids, a lot of young boys uh who uh might not have had any guidance at home. Tell me about those experiences and uh give me a few examples.
1: Well, we would do some things now we we bridged our program off into two branches one was where there was a residential program these were kids that had some issues and they need to be taken out of their homes and put into a full-time residential program now, that program fed a weekend program. We didn't want to just dump them back in their neighborhoods and say, hey, lots of luck. Stick them back with the parents and say, here you are. So we took their weekends away from them. So seven in particular, that was designed. Now, if they didn't do well, they extended that. If they did really well, they cut it short by one weekend. They got, got a bonus. And then there, was the kid, there were the kids that just didn't do anything serious enough to be placed full-time, uh, could have been some of the stuff we might have done in college. <laughs> don't go there. And, and don't tell any old stories. All right. No no old stories. <laughs> but some of the stuff that, that a lot of kids do, but they don't deserve to be put in a full-time play, placement, they just need a little nudge in the right direction. All of it focused around finding some strong male role models and uh, bringing these kids in. And so, for example, the, the one kid, he comes in to the, to the weekend program, and he is a leader. He's attracting all the other kids he's the spokesperson for them but he's in in a wrong way so he's in a negative manner he's influencing them so we push comes to shove he gets a bad eval for his weekends and therefore he can't choose the jobs that he likes to do so he gets stuck with doing the bathrooms and so i turn to him and i say anthony you and i are going to clean these bathrooms better than they've ever been cleaned before anthony looks at me incredulous and surprised, he he just can't believe it, and we clean the bathrooms up, he changes his his attitude, becomes one of the leaders, and has all the other guys wanting to clean the bathrooms from from that point on. So there is a disciplinary factor involved in this in a big way. Yes, I had the distinct advantage over the parents that they could, I could extend their stay in our program, so they didn't like that, they didn't want to be in their weekends at first especially, but after a while some of these boys knew they needed some structure and so we gave them that structure. One thing they could never say they could come into the programs because some of them came from some some really messed up family situations but they could not say nobody cared because we cared for them and we didn't our our mission statement was challenging young men to make right choices for positive change so we always challenge them. That, That could include fun but not necessarily. Dr. Dan Malarski is my guest here on Frontiers
2: and Learning. I'm Chris Shovlin. Uh, Dr. Malarski does have a website, it's danmalarski.com, if memory serves me correctly, and you can go to that site uh, to learn more about Dan and uh, the program and his motivational speaking uh, that uh, he is doing right now. Dan, one of the things that uh, kind of stuck out when you were just mentioning uh, some of the boys that you were working with is a positive and forceful male role model, and a lot of these boys didn't have that in their lives, I take it.
1: That's correct. Uh, a, a lot of the guys did not have a father, role model, and maybe they did have a dad, but he was just kind of there, but not there. He's there physically, but not emotionally. So they were looking for somebody to look them in the eye, teach them how to shake hands. A lot of, you know, most of these guys did not even know how to shake hands, let alone treat a woman and treat their mother. So, um, and we just tuned up those things and, and taught them that that's being a man not going out and conquering women and, and doing stupid stuff, you know.
2: What You know, obviously those are things you want them to take away from this program, but you only had them for a short time. What are some of the other things that you were hoping uh, for them to take away from the program?
1: Well, what we would do is we, we formulated a, a goal system so that when they came in, every weekend they would start filling in their goal sheets for what they wanted to do. And they would also have some journaling that they would do. One of the Great, greatest times of journaling for them is we would take them on what we, what we called a solo weekend and so they would spend an entire 24 hours by themselves in the woods. Now we were close by. They may not have thought that but we were close by so that and they had whistles so that we could hear them but it was amazing some of these boys that didn't do well at all in school or in English or anything like that they would write some amazing journals and uh, takeaways that I told them. I said, if you save these goal sheets and this little packet that you've put together over these seven seven weekends and look at it 20 years from now, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to be amazed because I would love to go back. How about you, Chris? Love to go back. What was going on in my head (laughs) when I was a teenager? Sometimes I wonder what was going on in my head when we first met when we were
2: both teenagers. But uh, yeah, you, you kind of... It, it does make you think, though. It does make
1: you step back and think. Oh, sure, sure. I, I, how, how we got to today, and a lot of people say, oh, the teen years are the best years of your life. Now, a lot of these boys that we dealt with, they're the worst years of their life. They're nightmares, and they wanted and needed their independence. And I, I rarely look back and say, oh, I wanted to be this way. I, I, I love growing as a person, and that's what we try to do with these guys, show them that they were somebody that they had purpose in their lives, and I don't care what background they came from, and I would tell them, I'd say, boy, I wish I could say a little prayer and all this mess of your life could go away, but that's not reality. So you've got to make some decisions, and you've got good people in your life right here, right now with us, and we're going to pass you along to good people to make that difference and, and find your purpose in life.
2: Dr. Dan Malarski is my guest. This is Frontiers in Learning. We'll be back with more of our conversation coming up next.
3: Did you know that recent studies show a direct correlation between involvement in theater and success in math, reading, and writing? Sign up now for the spring semester of performing arts classes at the Henry Mancini Academy. Classes for children ages 3 to 18 include musical theater, voice, acting, dance, improv workshops, and masterclasses, not to mention a musical, The Jungle Book. Is your child stage ready? Visit ManciniAcademy.com or call 724-576-4644, extension 1311, to enroll.
2: Lincoln Learning Solutions is a Beaver County-based nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower learning communities by providing them with products, strategies, and services aligned with proven educational practices. Lincoln Learning Solutions is the creator of Lincoln Empowered, a comprehensive new pre-K through 12 online curriculum that offers the highest degree of flexibility and personalization possible. Want to learn more? Visit www.lincolnlearningsolutions.org.
0: Community College of Beaver County has been leading, educating, innovating, and inspiring students and our community for 50 years. And we're just getting started. Tomorrow holds even more promise with a growing number of new programs, partnerships, and pathways serving a more diverse student body. Be sure to join us in celebrating our great history and achievements by visiting the 50th anniversary website at ccbc.edu slash 50th, sharing your CCBC story on social media or attending our many special events. Now is the time to find your way to CCBC, educating Beaver County since 1966.
2: Welcome back to Frontiers in Learning. I'm Chris Shublin. My guest is Dr. Dan Malarski. He's got a couple of master's degrees, a doctorate, and uh, I think a lot of the education that you've gleaned down through the years has come from living life.
1: Yes, yes. There's, there's no substitute. One of, the, one of the keys about my master's program, I didn't do real great in undergrad, and my master's program I excelled, but i had been out of school for about 10 years, and everything that I learned in master's program I applied to my life and I say, oh, this is what I could do better in life. And this is what I, I could do more productively. So yeah, the, the experiences in life are to be treasured and there's not, no substitute for that actual experience. Dan, let's change the subject matter just
2: a little bit. you developed a roadmap called Guiding Students to be Smart about Higher Education and Live a Life that matters. Uh, tell, tell me about that and what you hope to instruct young people trying to make decisions on their career paths, their
1: life paths. Well, a lot of times students go to college with the idea that if I just get a degree everything's going to be okay. And they go to college also thinking I'll figure it out after I get there. Now, I don't know, I don't know too many people that go into undergrad that knew, know what they want to do, and then it lasted, and it stuck. And I was one of them. I went to college because mom told me that was the good thing to do. Sure. And so now I go, I go to college, and, and I, don't, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. I'm sh- shifting around. Fortunately, I went through, and I was able to complete in four years. But some students, the average students nowadays, are taking six years to complete a four-year program. They're coming out in a reported, that's reported, the keyword is reported, $35,000 in debt. Who knows how much more after that with private loans and the stuff that isn't reported? And so they're coming out deep in a hole. So I want them to to not just go to college to make money and get a job. There's much more to it than that. They can they can live a full life and, and have purpose and meaning in that in that undergrad experience that carries over to their vocation and to their personal life.
2: How many kids do you see coming out of colleges with who knows what degree that just are unfulfilled, maybe even disengaged, and, uh, and and really don't have a path after
1: they have completed their degree. Well, there's many of them. The, st- the statistics, the Gallup poll shows that 15 um, percent of people are not just disengaged from their job, but they're actually trying to sabotage it. That's how much they don't like it. Then, so that they're they're grouped into that s- the 70 percent that really they kind of. You know, they, they, they don't really love what they're doing, but it's bringing in a paycheck, it's paying for the, for the bills. And there's only 30% out of the population that really is jazzed about what they're doing. And so I think we can move that curve. I think we, we can move that, that line and say, students, when you go into college, know what you want to do, and look at every college geared towards your major. Like, I would have a tough time figuring out how, when I was undergrad, Uh, figuring out how political science was relevant in my life. But if somebody showed me how that tied in, and maybe some people hate math, but if you explain to them, it helps you to think logically. Now that's what math does. It might resonate a little bit and a little light would go on and make that class a little bit better than just sitting there, oh gosh, I gotta go through this.
2: You and I met in September or maybe it was late August, I can't even remember, of 1972 when we were freshmen at Westminster. And at that point in time, I was a political science major. Now, you've always told me, Chris, you're one of the few people that I know who, who is doing what he always wanted to do. Not necessarily. I mean, everybody has a little switch. Everybody has a challenge and everybody gets into something and they say, you know what, maybe this isn't the path, but I can change gears. Th- there,
1: is, there is a time when, when everybody faces that, I would think. Oh, sure. You're you're not going to have it all figured out by any stretch. This isn't about that. This is about saying, um, I want to set a goal to make a difference. I want to live a life that matters. So, But first, that starts with knowing where you're going with your life. So you got to have some direction and find out where you are. Make an honest assessment of yourself. What what do you want to do? How do you want to feel physically? How do you want to feel spiritually, emotionally, intellectually? Where do you want to be in that next year, maybe that next five years? And then find out who you are there's some barriers we self-sabotage we have negative self-talk going on in our heads bouncing all around we want to find out who we are so that we can kind of get that going in a positive direction and then you have some extra room to make a difference if you're just scrambling an emotional wreck and not knowing what you're doing and hating your job and that 70 percent of people that that really aren't engaged You have a tough time making a difference because you just don't think of those things because you're scrambling. Dr. Dan
2: Malarski is my guest here on Frontiers and Learning. We're talking about education in particular. Before we get too much further along, let's tell people how to get a hold of you, how to uh, find information and how to find your website and what they can see on your website.
1: You can just google Dan Malarski and a bunch of stuff will pop up and if you go to uh, www.danmalarski.com and that's M-U-L-A-R-S-K-I uh, keep that I on the end for the Polish in my heritage <laughs> and that would be .com and you go there and you'll see some of the a little video clip about more discussing more about what I've we've been talking about and then you have a chance to get on my email list to get my video blog that I can send you with just a little tip a short three to five minute tip every week that can kind of lift you up and get you going. And there is an offer for that free guide to talk about kids and and the educational process. That's correct, that's correct. There's there's six um, steps that a Gallup-Purdue University study on 30,000 college students found that can enhance your college experience and not only do that, but spill over into finding the right job and spill over into your personal life, too. It just, it has this longevity to it and just really good, simple study, but that, that PDF that I give you for free uh, can explain it to you. It's real simple, just a few pages and gives you a good picture, gets you on the right track. Should everybody go to college? No 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 everybody should go to college don't ever feel like you have to go to college the trades are wonderful things to get involved with there there's still a lot of purpose a lot of meaning in doing the trades and there's quite frankly there's a lot of money doing the trades right now because we are short on trades people and so the Pittsburgh area I don't know what's in telling what's in in store for the next 10 20 years but I think it's good and it seems like there's a lot of industry moving in and there's a lot of high, even high tech moving in. So you can go to a tech school and still get a very good job and not have to go to college. Right. Dr. Dan Malarsky is
2: my guest. You're listening to Frontiers in Learning. It's kind of interesting because uh, your path to becoming uh, the encourager that you are, the coach that you are, the adventurer uh, that you are, uh, came to you at an early age on a basketball court. Now, I remember what a tough point guard you were and I'm talking intramurals inter-murals, back then, yeah, inter-murals. but this was after you started Sarah Catholic over in uh, the McKeesport area uh, as a high school kid. Uh, tell me where this came from and, and how it ties into being on the basketball court. Well,
1: I always loved picking the underdog team and it wasn't until a few years ago that I realized this thing that I am, I'm an encourager, I love coaching people, I love bringing them to their potential. I realized this very early on the basketball court in that I, I never liked stacking the team. So I would pick the guys that I knew hustled and that were teachable. And with that combination, we would beat the best players on, on the pickup court. So that was always fun to me and I, I just look at it now and say that's what I do in real life. That's a, that's a per- very interesting concept. What lights you up about working with these kids? to see the light go on in them. When they get that aha moment that, wow, I I have a special gift. I have a purpose in life just for me. Not, I'm not just grouped into the masses. Yes, we can get into fields and, and there's conceptually some repetitive things, but each and every one of us is unique and we have a gift and I believe a, a, a God-given talent that we are to develop. Now, it doesn't just fall into your lap. Michael Jordan could never have been known if he did not put all the work in that he did. Sure, he had natural abilities to begin with, but if he never put that effort into it, he would not be the person that he became. Dan Malarski is my guest, and we'll finish up this week's version
2: of Frontiers and Learning when we return after these words.
3: Did you know that recent studies show a direct correlation between involvement in theater and success in math, reading, and writing? Sign up now for the spring semester of performing arts classes at the Henry Mancini Academy. Classes for children ages three to 18 include musical theater, voice, acting, dance, improv workshops, and master classes, not to mention a musical, The Jungle Book. Is your child stage ready? Visit ManciniAcademy.com or call 724-576-4644, extension 1311 to enroll.
2: Lincoln Learning Solutions is a Beaver County based nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower learning communities by providing them with products, strategies and services aligned with proven educational practices. Lincoln Learning Solutions is the creator of Lincoln Empowered, a comprehensive new pre-K through 12 online curriculum that offers the highest degree of flexibility and personalization possible. Want to learn more? Visit www.lincolnlearningsolutions.org.
0: Community College of Beaver County has been leading, educating, innovating, and inspiring students and our community for 50 years. And we're just getting started. Tomorrow holds even more promise with a growing number of new programs, partnerships, and pathways serving a more diverse student body. Be sure to join us in celebrating our great history and achievements by visiting the 50th anniversary website at ccbc.edu slash 50th, sharing your CCBC story on social media, or attending our many special events. Now is the time to find your way to CCBC, educating Beaver County since 1966.
2: This is Frontiers in Learning. I'm Chris Shovlin as uh, we continue our conversation with Dr. Dan Malarski. I mentioned uh, he has an undergrad degree, a couple of masters, uh, a doctorate, a very learned individual, uh, needless to say, but at the same time, uh, very much learned in life skills and life's necessities. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you look like you're in better shape today than when we were in college. Uh, take a second and, and talk about some of the adventures that you've personally been on. Uh, adventures that may have bolstered your self esteem and, and your physicality and mentality. Well, one of our
1: college mates, uh, Jack, uh, he got me into backpacking, and that was not my natural thing. I've been on a couple of backpacking trips, but these guys are serious backpackers. So I would get out on that trail, my feet would hurt, and and you can be in great cardio shape, but if your feet are hurting, it doesn't matter. But I would learn a lot about what I whine about, and what I complain about, and then learn how to overcome that, because life has pain. It has some challenges, and so the biggest part of that is overcoming those challenges. So how do you get through that? How do you work through the pain? And so an adventure like that is great, Uh, pushing my body to do marathons and some triathlons. Uh, That was the next level to jump in this water that is freezing cold with a bunch of people thrashing and elbowing you and kicking you. So that was another fun thing that scares the heck out of you, but it's kind of real fulfilling when you accomplish something you didn't necessarily know you, you could. And that's where the physicality
2: ties in with the mentality and uh, uh, that deep inner thinking that uh, I'm sure goes with it, and that's what you're trying to transfer to some of these kids, all of these kids uh, with whom you're dealing.
1: Yes, I I don't care what your thing is. Everybody's got a thing. So mine just happens to be this season of life doing these triathlons and and marathons. So what is it for other people? It could be I, I love the shows now where You've got the kids that are considered the kind of nerdy kids, but they've got games for them. They're competing, flying drones, and and so I love to see them excited about stuff that they're gifted at. So whatever you're gifting and your your talent is, stretch yourself. Take yourself out there and and push yourself. It could be mentally, emotionally, physically, and just see what you can do. And there's nothing wrong with failure. Failure is a part of growing and becoming the person you were destined to be.
2: I know there are five questions that you want kids to answer and uh, I saw these on your website first the first one is where are you your overall life assessment how do kids answer that question and uh, do you ever get the same answer
1: you you can get different things because one of the biggest problems is when somebody says oh, I don't have any problems I got nothing I, you know, I'm okay um, that's kind of sort of a denial or pushing stuff back. We all got stuff. So with this, where are you going? This one's kind of the easiest question to answer because it's very objective for the most part. It would be, where are you physically, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, socially, and financially? And so you can answer those things. I mean, emotional could be subjective, but you know where you're at physically. Where do you want to be? And those kind of things are are easy to answer. So that gets you to the next step of saying, okay, where am I going? Where do I want to be? If, if Do I want to lose 10 pounds? Do I want to gain 10 pounds? Wh- whatever that is for you, and you can just go down the line of those things and say, okay, this is where I want to be next year or next month or in the next five years.
2: We have a, a mixed bag of demographics as far as our listeners are concerned. We have everything from young people to parents to grandparents listening to this radio show slash podcast, depending on uh, when and where they listen to it. And I'm wondering, uh, do you have messages? Obviously, you have messages for the kids, but what about the parents and the grandparents?
1: What can you tell them uh, to start thinking in this direction? Well, these concepts apply to everybody. It's just easier with younger people because they're kind of more open. Whereas as we get older, we kind of get calloused and locked into these negative thought patterns that I'm just too old, it'll never happen to me, and I can't, I can't, I can't. can't. Mm -hmm. And so that's the toughest thing to overcome. I I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about uh, just put your fingers out and spread them about a foot apart. And uh, you could look at that and say, that's how far you are from your next major breakthrough. And then you kind of bring that to the sides of your head and put them on your your temples that's your big breakthrough is inside your head not somewhere out there but you've got to think through some things and, and i say you do that a step at a time it's it's not some major overhaul and some major revelation and an angel comes down and talks to you no you, you got to do a step at a time and stop mainly stop talking negative to yourself and the i can'ts
2: dan finally uh just in our last couple of minutes where do you want to take this project
1: where do you want to take your program and 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 what's there for you next well, I just, I, I have this little vision of, I'd like to reach a million students. Now that could be directly or indirectly, but I think our, our country needs to move, get, it's gonna be by this next generation, they're gonna bring this up or bring it down. And so they need to be thinking right. And, and so I wanna impact them and once they're fulfilling their destiny and becoming the person they were they were destined to be, and making a difference, they will make a difference in the world, and they will change this world for a positive, uh, for the for a positive for the positive. So that's what I'm, my goal is: is to get them rolling. There, they're finding out who they are, they're uh, becoming the person they were destined to be, and they're uh, they're also making a difference in the world, despite all the distractions that they face, maybe uh, hundreds more than we faced. Of course, yeah. It, the the technology age has its pluses and it has its negatives. There's going to be a there's addiction now through electronic devices. So it's a new bad thing, <laughs> but there's so much good that can come out of these devices. So they need to be clear on their direction, where they're heading, and then also get some help in doing that. So that's what I want to play a role of being able to be there for people. I'm I'm not the one that's going to solve all their problems. I'm just kind of a guide that says, these are ways that you can overcome these negative things that you need to overcome to become that person you're destined to be and make a difference in the world. Can't believe it, but we're out of time. I do want to remind everybody
2: to go to Dr. Malarski's website. It is danmalarski.com, M-U-L-A-R-S-K-I, danmalarski.com. Dr. Malarski, thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Chris. And that's it for this week. Thanks to our guest and to you for listening. Frontiers in Learning comes to you through a grant from Lincoln Learning Solutions in cooperation with the Community College of Beaver County and the Lincoln Park Performing Arts Center. The views and opinions expressed are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect those of this station's staff and management. You can find podcasts of this and all of our shows online at TalkShoe.com. Search Frontiers in Learning. If you'd like to suggest a topic or have a question or comment, please email your thoughts to Frontiers at LPPACenter.org. That's Frontiers at LPPACenter.org. The producer of today's show is Don Cameron. Music by Lincoln Park Sr. Joey Finello. I'm Chris Shovlin, reminding you to tune in next week for another stimulating edition of Frontiers in Learning.